Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Open Bar Experience. David Dacker, your host. There are a few things that I want to talk about today. And one of those is, uh, I think, a little strange, but at the same time, I think kind of um, obvious. And I shouldn't mean, uh, not obvious, uh, it's not the right word, but uh, I can see this happening, you know, where it's like, okay, I can see this happening. Because one of the things I've noticed in social media right now is how many conspiracy theories are out there in that the coronavirus, right? How it came out that, you know, there was the mad scientists and the rogue who knows what and the vampires that, you know, suck the energy out of children and the, um, you know, Wuhan this and, and all of that. And the crazy, 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 crazy thing about them is that we are, if you watch the um, press briefings, the daily ones, it's happening right in front of your face. There's no fucking conspiracy, okay? And the blunder is right there in front of you. So stop it, okay? Because what's happening is, I think people have too much time in their hands. Um, somebody will put this well-thought-out, detailed... Um, idea of how things are actually happening because it can't be what is happening in front of them that can possibly be truth or the reality and so and then they pass it around on social media they used to be much bigger in um not much bigger but i think it's also a thing on youtube somebody will produce a very uh well put um put together video on the different uh, conspiracy theories and globalists and uh, whatever, 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 whatever. And because we have so much time on our hands right now, it's so much easier and, and, and it's static time. It's not that we have a lot of time, but it's static time. It's time that you know, unless you're really, truly self-motivated, you're just sitting at home and, and just looking for things to do. And you're watching Netflix or Amazon or Hulu or whatever it is that you're watching right now. And in those things, I'm sure there's, you know, crime movies or crime series where the there's these masterminds, and especially when it comes to movies. Um, you know, everybody talks about contagion. You can go back to Mission Impossible 2 with, you know, Ethan Hawke and... and uh, Tom Cruise, you know, the, the, the whole Ethan Hawke thing to where he's a super, super duper uh, hero that, you know, always has to be very elaborate in the way that he accomplishes the mission because walking in the front door is not an option. And so, you know, they do the same thing. The villain already has the vaccine and what he needs is the, uh, the virus to release it out to the population. And they do it in Sydney, I think it is, or something like that, somewhere in Australia. And uh, in a very, very public place to get people, as many people sick as possible. You know, there's nothing new in, in those theories. I mean, these are movies that they're like, ooh, what would be the, the worst scenario? More importantly is all of this stuff about the government um, ha- planning this stuff, that's happened for for 
decades, right? As long as I as I can remember, um, you know, war games have not are not new. This, war games were not invented in the internet. Okay, they were invented way before. I think if you could go back to, um, I think that was the name of the movie War Games, 1983, 1984, where some kid is able to hack into a government computer and then, you know, the computer is supposed to be taken over and uh, the um, the nuclear uh, launch of missiles and the computer started to go rogue and they're no longer answering to humans and they go on a countdown, you know. That shit was in the early 80s. I mean, it's, it's not difficult to create these scenarios uh, when you have a creative mind and you read enough of how things work and you don't really need to know exactly how things work. You just need to know enough to make it sound and seem reasonable and therefore real. And it is way more disturbing to watch a press conference with a leader that is combative with reporters that uh, sends out the blame all around the world. And yet, you know, there's tons and tons of information in video and audio where, you know, coronavirus is not a big deal. It's just like the flu and all of this going on until mid-March. Okay. So, you know, the blunder is right there. It's, it's in front of you. Um, and this is not to get political, but it, I mean, some of the conspiracy theories are so fucking thorough in how complex they are. And, um, you know, I thought that all we needed was common sense. But all of a sudden now we need some very, very complex, intelligent person telling us that there's aid from the aliens. Aliens are in artificial intelligence. But my point is. Stop. Go outside. Take a breather. Go for a run. Go for a walk. Just stop. Okay? Because it's going to drive you fucking crazy. Um, you know, just log off your social media. This is going to be the best thing you can do for yourself. Because, frankly, the way that uh, these conspiracy theories are laid out, they're so complex and so deep into... Uh, institutions that you and I have no access to that I hate to break it to you, but there's nothing that you can do about it. If it's as complex and deep as these conspiracy theories, there's nothing you can do about it. So go outside, go for a walk, go for a run. Right? Things are going to play out the way they're going to play out. I'm not saying don't get involved, go out there, vote. Um, you know, make sure that your voice is heard. But there are tons and tons and tons of really crazy, just out there type of conspiracy theories. And there are a few people out there that are very adamant that they're telling the truth. And the reason why they, they're, they're, they're blamed and, and considered crazy is because they are so right. Right. And I think if you've ever done hallucinogens, Hello, oh man, now I can't even say the word, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying psychedelics. Um, you know, that's kind of the experience that it that 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 happens, right? Um, but all I'm saying is, you know, you know, this is this is life imitating art, is what it seems like at this point. So, anyways, 
That's my two cents on that. Hey, Jojo. How you been? Hi. Good. Good. Hanging in there. All right. So I'm doing the uh, podcast in uh, social distancing format, which means you're, nice. you're home and I'm home. And there's two separate yeah. places. So uh, how have you uh, been doing? How you been dealing with this? Um, surprisingly, I've been really calm, um, just calm. Uh, I've been feeling really like creative, like creative thinking. Um, that's what I really noticed a lot. Uh, let's see. Yeah, just feeling creative, like thinking of ideas. I, I think as business owners and entrepreneurs, like we're, we're kind of like forced we're used to that, like setbacks or obstacles that come up, then you have to kind of creative, like, especially in the events business too, like you have to like think on your feet. And so, yeah. so it's just been, you know, a lot of like creative thinking so far. Uh, just, well, I mean, being, know, I, I, being in the ahead. events uh, business, you're sort of out of a, out of a job every time you finish a job, right? Oh yes, Yes. And that was a lot of cancellations this, uh, past month. So that for sure, no job right now. No jobs. Uh, I have a consulting job going on right now. Um, and then I am selling uh, recipe books that are inspired by clients uh, to my clients. So, okay. yeah. So, yeah, yeah, definitely the events business. It's, it's yeah, it, it, you never know. I mean, but you're, you're a creative person, so this has been... I mean, in, in, in a forced kind of way, this has been a good thing, right? Because, I mean, whenever you have time to think about how you could do things better or how you could do things different, I mean, then that's you, you can be more creative with the time rather than being squeezed into you only have a few days to come up with something or you have a week to come up with something or, you know, the, you can't really make changes right now because you have so much going on and you really can't think about it because you have to get through this week. I mean, in a way that's has this forced time off been good for you? I'm taking it well. I'm taking it well. Uh, obviously, the business is, uh, as far as like these cancellations that had an X amount of profits, you know, and revenue and, you know, building like little like jobs, staffing jobs and stuff. That was like complete halt. So... You know, luckily I made some really smart decisions, you know, the year prior. And, you know, I'm, I'm sitting tight for now. Um, but that part is not fun to, to have all those cancellations and see all that potential in, in revenue and support my business as I just scaled, uh, grown a little bit more. So that's like the part that, that's, sucks you know and and i've been talking to a lot of my clients who happen to be a lot of event planners and you know we're all all of our feelings are mutual right now um but the good part like i said i've been kind of like having using this time to kind of reorganize and revamp and organize things uh, i've been trying to do more thinking of more automated approaches for when all this is done and, and we're ready to go uh, and just, you know, staying creative. Definitely when I spend time on my own, which I noticed, like, since, you know, getting older, I do spend 
more time alone because my thoughts, I can hear my thoughts more clear and it helps me in my work and my work. I mean, I, you know, like we're, we're all pretty much workaholic, you know, you're a workaholic, I'm a workaholic. So, yeah, <laughs> you know, so that, that's what, that's what, I, that's where that, not, I don't want to say addiction, but that's where the, for me, that's what, what I like to thrive on and feed off of. Yeah. For me, it's, um, I mean, first off, I've been able to identify that there's a fine line between uh, solitude and loneliness. And for me, this has been, Absolutely. you know, good way to get some solitude uh, without falling into loneliness by thinking about, well, first off, I was ready for a vacation. I mean, I was at the point oh, that I've been going for like eight months straight with like no oh, real yeah. breathing room. Oh, yeah. And I was like, man, I need a vacation. And then this happened. So the first couple of weeks was oh, awesome. And then third week hits, and it's sort of like, okay, I'm, I'm, I need to get back to work. Um, and so it's, yeah, I mean, as, as somebody who yeah. will f- find it so easy to do 12, 15 hours at work and be, that's okay, that's normal, um, going to zero, at least for me, like I said, I was ready for some time off. Um, so the first few weeks really didn't bother me much, and I was thinking, okay, we, we're going to get back to this pretty soon, and then realize that this is going to take longer and uh mm-hmm. now what i've been doing is just doing my best to stay up to date with what's happening with the cares act which is going to affect our industry a lot you know how they mm-hmm. save and relief all these mm-hmm. bars and restaurants is going to be very important to to all of us so then how is it that uh have you been you so basically you've been staying in touch with a lot of your clients uh kind of like planning maybe what we're going to do for the summer what are we going to do this fall or is it just more of like let's wait and see i kind of feel like in this season um yeah talking to clients because my approach to work is i treat clients more like friends like really i build relationships because people like to work with people who they know are familiar with and trust. And so I definitely wanted, you know, a relationship. So I call in and I check on them because these, mind you, a lot of these people, I see them two or three times a year and it's always to celebrate something. And so I feel so close to a lot of them. And so it's just been like, you know, yes, there is talks of, you know, ideas of what it's going to be like when we're back in gear. And, you know, and I, I, from what I'm getting, the feeling is very mutual when I talk to a lot of them. Like, as what I explained to you, how I'm doing, how I'm dealing with it, I, there's a lot of mutual, um, mutual, there's a lot of mutual, uh, it's, it's the same with them. Yeah. So, so they've been dealing with it in a similar way? Yeah, pretty, pretty much. Um, so yeah, because I mean, I know that you just scaled up like this year, essentially. Mm-hmm. You, 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 and it's that was the first thing that that I think I asked you whenever I saw you mm-hmm. a couple of weeks mm-hmm. ago was you know wh- you know how is it going given that you just scaled up and then this thing hits you <laughs> <laughs> and it's sort yeah, of like I know. what the hell is this all about? So. But I think yeah, that, you, like so, you said, you, you made some good decisions leading up to this. So you're you're in a in a stable situation so far. Yeah, I'm sitting I'm sitting tight. I mean, I just God forbid this takes 
longer than a season or yeah. four months, three months. I just, I don't know, but um, I do have my eyes on some of the stimulus money as well as being a small business owner. Um, also, but you know, we talked about I did scale up. I just spent uh, a lot of investment in in more overhead. So I had I had landed a deal with a staffing agency. They've been around for 30 years. They have like 13 locations in the United States. And that's the only reason I actually did scale up. I got a bigger space and a bigger place. And I got, um, I got like all these portable bars and these desks. So what, I, what I'm supposed to do, I was supposed to help them um, contract work and train all of their, either their clients or get their other account clients like restaurants because they staff restaurants. So that's why I also made that decision to scale up. Uh, so all that's just sitting here. <laughs> but, yeah. um, you know, uh, like, again, talking about, you know, this happened. You know, you spent all this money. Now you're ready to make some more. You know, just like how you open the bar, you're spending all this money. And then you open and you're like, hey, we need to make up for all the spending we did, obviously. You know, yeah. and um, but also there's a part of me that there's a part of me I'm at peace with because I know the agreements that I had going into business. Yeah. Uh, just like the events business, you know, like being in business or trying to run a business or own a business, it's, you know, you're not in it for a cakewalk. You're always, you got to make the agreement that you're going to be committed to, especially the rough times, like hard spots, hard situations. And so, you know, so I can't like beat myself up about this situation. You know, I've made that agreement. I have to, you know, so I, I'm just rolling with it. So, yeah. but I always also believe in, like I said, like creative thinking and just believe in, you know, I mean, even before then, you know, like we're all, like we're all used to hard times during life, you know, so we're still alive. So <laughs> I'm still alive. So, you know, you've been through a lot in life and, you know, you just kind of roll with it. That's, that's how I'm feeling about it this whole thing so far yeah i i yeah i that's my my perspective on it too which is uh you know you can lose a lot financially and material wise uh but if you are healthy and uh you know how to do it then you can do it again uh the worst thing is to you know take risks that are unnecessary and then uh not have the the health and the capacity that led you to uh, be able to get to the point where you are. So even as, as you know, small business owner or, you know, as an employee, the fact is, is like if you're healthy, you can do something. You know, you have the capacity to go out there and figure it out. Um, and that's why I was curious as to what, how you were handling this because, you know, it's one thing to, like the first week, I think a lot of us were like, oh, okay, this, this won't take too long. Um, and then, you know, it goes into the third, going into the fourth week and it becomes an entirely different thing. It's like shit, being out of work for a month is, uh, it's a big hit. So, so the rest of this, yeah. this program, actually, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm dedicating it to f explaining as best as I can what the CARES Act is, as well as the, um, uh, uh, payment, uh, payroll protection plan, um, as well as the uh, unemployment benefits that are, they're putting out because, I think that mm -hmm. that small bridge is uh, is critical during a time like this where, you know, we're used mm -hmm. to going out there and, and hustling it because, you know, whatever the, the hourly is, is not going to be enough. So we work basically on commission. And as a business mm -hmm. owner, you definitely work on commission because 
you know, like you said, the first couple of years, you have to recoup, you know, all that money is coming into the business to recoup the investment, you know, mm-hmm. and then is whenever you get into, okay, now I'm making money. But it's a, it's a lot of, lots of uh, ups and downs is, is in a, the one commodity that you can't get back, which is time, your time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that as long as you're healthy, you know, whatever happens, you can make it happen again. Yeah, absolutely. Like, um, you know, as far as what we do professionally, you know, we've studied history, you know, uh, as hospitality beverage professionals. We read a lot about history and, and to live it, it's just so surreal, you know, to live something like this. Like, yeah, it's like, wow, we're, we're finally the bartenders living in the history and then we're going to talk like, I remember our former podcast interview that we did a while a while back and it was through adversity it was through like a really really hard time I was having in my hometown is what got me to move is why I moved to Houston and so something out of that darkness like came a really great thing because Houston was like the breeding ground of you know just perfect like hospitality someone who just loves to be in hospitality you know and I found my my land of Oz or whatever. Yeah. So, so and being a bartender, like, like, uh, in the podcast interview that we did last time a while back, you know, I'm like, Oh, you know, I'm a freaking bartender. Like I, I, I'm pretty much, I feel free sometimes. You yeah. know, I feel free to some bartender and it's, it's very versatile. And we used to joke a lot, like, you know, throughout, throughout the years, like, Oh, bartending is recession proof. Well, wow, it's interesting how <laughs> we got we got in this situation. So it's like, oh, wow. Yeah, we, yeah. Yeah. Disproved that yeah. one. But I, I like your take on, on, on that. You, you, you mentioned that to me last time, which is this is one of those things that we actually live in history. I mean, we, mm-hmm. we always live in history, but we actually are mm-hmm. part of it. We're experiencing it, and we're experiencing it in a way that um, it's uh, more severe and more unique than uh, a lot of people because our industry was the first one of the first to get shut down completely you know yeah what we do is gather people together so they can have a good time and Mm -hmm. you know the first thing that went is like all right bars and restaurants your dine-in service your you know has to go and you can only do takeout and then for us at bars it was like well you basically have to buy you know 12 ounce bottles so you can sell them um Mm -hmm. and and it was just it's ridiculous you know so but i think that i think you you mentioned it to me is is, you know in the future we'll be like yeah you remember the uh the the pandemic of 2020 (laughs) wow yeah Yeah. (laughs) i think that'll be a a pretty weird conversation at some point oh man yeah that's gonna be gonna be interesting to tell the next generation to talk to talk about that to the next generation coming up after us and telling the story. <laughs> yeah, especially the story of how we got back uh, to it. Because I mean, this is yeah, not done yet. That's be, I mean, we we yeah. haven't gotten back to work, and we don't know how things are going to be. And um, I mean, in in, in yeah. my opinion, I think given the the drive that a person has to have in order to go out there and make their own money, and co- mm-hmm. mostly in commission, whether you're a server or a bartender, I think that mm-hmm. what's coming next, I think that it's uh i I just i guess i just believe in in the resilient 
nature of the people that work in the industry. If you're willing to That's hustle like that, what's coming next, um, I think it's going to be impressive. For sure. For sure. Um, yeah, you know, I miss that good old hustle sometimes, you know, just being on the floor or being behind <laughs> the bar and just yeah. that, I miss that. Well, now it's like, man, I, I like, Instead of this situation, a lot of us are talking about, I'll do anything for a double or a clopin. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the clopin. Um, hey, well, uh, I appreciate you taking a few uh, minutes of your time to uh, talk to me for this because I I, uh, I believe that right now all the the thing we have the most is time, and I think that uh-huh. with that is is good and it's bad if you're creative. And you're staying, keeping yourself busy. Then you're, you're. Mm-hmm. I know that you're laying down a foundation for great things. But one of the things mm-hmm. that I've also noticed in the in social media is how people are diving into and going down the rabbit hole of conspiracy theories and shit that is mm-hmm. like really uh, toxic to the to the mind, to the brain. Because yeah. you know these conspiracy theories, as complicated as people lay them out to be, it's sort of like, mm-hmm. bro, there's nothing you can do about it. So, you know, just roll with it. You know, oh, people yeah, have lived through I, worse. I agree. The last thing I need to be in is in a mental in a mental prison. You know, that's never fun. So yeah, uh, it's fine. Like I'll just kind of you know that's the last freedom I have being isolated. So I might as well you know just be a kid again and use my imagination a little bit. You know, I and mean, what else can I do? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a great way to look at it. Yeah, man. Well, always love these talks. Um, thanks for being one of my last guests uh, at the house <laughs> before things got really crazy uh, before things got crazier in the world but I always enjoy these chats man yeah I do too and I think yeah, I think you're going to do well um, as soon as this thing gets there's some nor- nor- something some normalcy to it uh, mm-hmm. I think we're we're just going to jump right back into it in, in yeah. one way or another I don't think it's, it's going to be necessarily the same way as before but I know we're going to jump in it So yeah, that good old Houston spirit too. You know, like we're always pretty much that, that resilience again. So yeah, can't wait to see. And you know, we'll we'll be keeping in touch and checking in on each other. All right, thanks, Jojo. All right, see you later. Bye. Bye. That was uh, Jojo Martinez from J Martini Services. Uh, you can find her on Instagram uh, under uh, J Martini Services. And um, give her uh, give her a call if you have uh, an event, small or large. Um, she can definitely take care of it. So give her a call. All right, let's talk a little bit about the Payment Protection Program, uh, PPP, from the uh, CARES Act, which is the $2.5 trillion that were just passed by Congress um, a couple of weeks ago or a week ago almost two weeks ago, um, in order to relief, give relief to the American people and especially the people in small businesses and in the hospitality industry because we have been shut down, uh, not allowed to host uh, people at our restaurants and bars um, in order to prevent the spread of COVID-19, so on and so forth. We already know that story, right? We've been listening to it on the on the news for quite a while. And so this payment protection program 
is uh, loans that are guaranteed by the uh, Small Business Association, the SBA. It is through uh, your bank. Um, most banks uh, are doing it, if not all, because it's highly beneficial for them. Um, recently came out that the, uh, the bankers are going to be doing five, uh, getting 5% commission on the loan, on the total of the loan, um, and uh, 1% interest. So these are loans that are guaranteed by the government. Um, a couple of the things that are beneficial if you're looking for this, to get a loan for this, <clears throat> is that it's a 1% loan. Um, you do have to pay it back within two years. It has to be 75% of the amount of the loan has to go into payroll, right? So um, uh, for retention, right? Uh, and uh, what was the other thing? It has to be uh, dispersed uh, uh, in that retention of 75% of your staff uh, or 75% of it being used for your payroll, is, um, which kind of go hand in hand. And I'll explain that in a second. Um, has to be dispersed uh, within the, the eight weeks of, um, of you getting the loan. So there's a June the 30th deadline with this. If you go on to the SBA uh, website, I'll put links to all of this um, on, the, on the comments. So that way you can go and, and check it out yourself. But basically, <clears throat> the, the June 30th deadline is for you to, that's the retention. So they're trying to keep people at work and in payroll um, up and, uh, for the, the foreseeable future, for the new future, right? And it's up until June the 30th that you're going to disperse this. But if you already applied, if you're one of the first ones to apply, get approved, and you get the loan, then eight weeks would actually be before the June 30th, um, and that would be your deadline. Your deadline would not be June the 30th. It would be before. Um, but you have eight weeks to disperse that payroll. 75% of it is for, for, for payroll. 25% um, can go for rent. Um, interest but not interest on this loan uh utilities and uh i think you can use it for the to pay back the principal of this loan but not the interest of this loan so uh talk to your banker about that and uh again i'll post the links to this the uh other part is um what was the other thing so yeah, this is uh, for rehiring. Okay, so it's uh, it affects um, for 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 it's basically for impacts to your business from February the fifteenth up to April the twenty sixth. And so, if your business was impacted by the COVID nineteen in any kind of way, and you had to uh, furlough, fire, let go, uh, lay off uh, employees uh, due to this. COVID-19 from February the 15th through April the 26th, um, that is uh, one of the, uh, then you qualify um, for the uh, for this loan. Now, the other part is that the 75% going to payroll is uh, how you're going to get this loan forgiven, right? So it becomes a grant if you're able to achieve all of the 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 uh, the markers uh, in this loan. In other words, if 75% of it goes to your staff um, for rehiring, for, for their uh, for retention, 
um, then those are that's going to be the part that gets uh, forgiven. Uh, also, the way that you calculate that or the amount of money that they're going to give you for that is by a 2.5 factor. So let's say that your payroll is uh, $16,000 uh, a month. Uh, you multiply that by 2.5. I think that gives you like 40 grand. Um, that would be what you would get for payroll. So um, if you want, if it's two months, then you would get 80 grand. And then you would attack another uh, 25% um, for utilities, rent, uh, things of that nature. Um, and and the, 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 the point of this is to basically keep the, the economy as intact as possible because there's been such a shock into the entire economy, in particular, uh, the, the hospitality and small businesses. You know, the, the fact that we have had to switch over, well, restaurants, right? Not bars, but restaurants. Um, and, and restaurants that have kitchens, they've been able to do this too, but we're going into a to-go takeout type of situation or, or model, right? A lot of us are not um, designed for that. That's not what our model is. So previously, you know, I was thinking about this and it was like, what's the point of doing this, right? We need to get back to normal. We need a relief. But then in thinking about it a little bit deeper, you know, we don't know how the industry is going to come back. We don't know how this is going to look after the fact in, in the sense of how people are going to, what are the social norms going to be as far as shaking hands, as far as being in large groups, um, you know, is, is this going to last longer than a few more months? Is this a thing we're going to have to deal with in the fall or in the winter? And if so, then that means that for the next year, our business model is going to have to modify and maybe focusing more on takeout um, might be a thing to consider for restaurants. Um, again, bars, I'm not sure, but if you're that type of bar that has a particular item that people love your burger or the hot dogs or the pizza or, you know, the sloppy Joe, whatever it is, um, maybe you need to figure out a way to, to make it very simple, easy, accessible to people to, 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 to do the takeout. Right. And once we, things get back to, uh, a new normal, uh, maybe, you know, uh, an area that is large enough or, you know, where people can have a beer where they wait for their for their takeout. I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there. I'm sure there's more creative people out there that are going to figure this out and come up with really cool ideas. But right now, I'm just still thinking about it and not sure how that's going to play out. Um, some of the things here with uh, the Small Business Association and how that loan is going to work out. Um, is is that you got to remember that what they're looking for is to maintain the same staffing levels as before and the same wages. Um, and that kind of bleeds into the, the next thing. Um, for one, it's that um, that money is not taxed uh, for employees. Um, the other thing is that 
you have to disperse that, like I said, within eight weeks of that of the, of the origination of the of the date of the loan, the the minute that you get the loan. The other part is that there's also unemployment benefits that have uh, added another six hundred dollars a week for um, for employees, and so. <clears throat> In Texas, I don't, I can't remember right now, and maybe the maximum is four hundred fifty dollars a week, maybe something like that. It used to be like three fifty years ago, and I think it's gone on to four fifty or something like that. So if you're getting an extra six hundred dollars a week, that's uh, ten fifty uh, per week, and um, and and okay. So a lot of people might think, "Ooh, this is a great way to make money." This is not meant to make money. This is the reason why a lot of um, uh, lenders or uh, landlords have been um, very considerate in allowing their um, their tenants to, you know, pay not pay rent right now, you know, leave it for next month or disperse it within the the remainder of the lease or pay half or pay a portion. Um, they've been very considerate with that. So this money, extra money that you're getting. It's not for you to go out and get a fucking new TV. It's actually for you to pay everyone that you haven't been paying for in the last month. Now, I hope that you've been able to work that out because um, obviously there's there's stories out there of, uh, you know, people running into trouble with their landlords not wanting to be flexible or credit card companies not wanting to be flexible. Um, you know, there is that situation. But if you if you call them ahead of time, let them know what the situation is, what industry you're in. Everyone knows that restaurants and bars are closed. So, you know, um, if you got extended that that courtesy, then this money is meant for you to get back to zero, essentially, right? For you to be whole, uh, for you to not owe all of that shit. And uh, moving forward, being able to uh, pay next month and the month after as things slowly get back into whatever the new more normal is going to be. So the other part is um, if you're doing unemployment, if you're getting unemployment benefits, um, you're not going to get uh, this uh, payment protection from, from, your, uh, from your employer. So that is the part that is a little bit murky to me as to uh, what's what, right? How are you going to communicate that? Because let me tell you something. Um, the government is going to keep track of who's getting what because the employer is going to say, okay, I paid... Because the, the, the employer, without accountability, the employer is going to say, yeah, I retain 75% of my staff and only retain 25% and take 50% of it, all that salary, and put it in their pockets, put it into their coffers, right? And, um, you know, that's fraudulent. Um, same way as there's going to be people that are going to take unemployment and then go to their employer and say, yeah, yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't get uh, employment benefits, even though the employer is going to find out, but also the government is going to find out. So what's going to happen is you're going to, if you get your payroll from your employer, right, tips and everything that's all included, that's all factored into this, um, you're going to have to pay back that unemployment. So don't be stupid, okay? Um, and so your employer is going to pay you as if you had whatever average the week is. Um, and then if you got unemployment benefits, you're going to have to pay that one back. All right. So 
just so you know, you can't double dip on those. At some point, it's gonna it's gonna come back to you, and you know, if if you're getting a thousand dollars a week and uh, you did that for six weeks, uh, that's how much you're gonna owe. So, just letting you know. Also, um, I don't know if you already did your taxes or not, but if you did your taxes last year, that's how you're gonna get the twelve hundred dollars that the uh, government is is uh, is giving out. Um, and if you just did your, your taxes, uh, if you did TurboTax, for instance, TurboTax got a link to a, an IRS uh, uh, website where they'll let you know how your taxes are being processed and they'll let you know the estimated day whenever you're going to get that so if you're getting a direct deposit you're going to get it pretty much around that date if you are getting a check then it's going to take uh several months but that's how the 1200 dollars work the 600 dollars on unemployment is you're going to apply for unemployment you're going to get whatever amount you get whether it's the maximum um let, let's round it out to 500 let's say 500 dollars a week and then uh, you're going to get an extra $600 from the federal government because unemployment benefits are from the state. So the state is going to give you what they would give you. And then the federal government is throwing another $600 on top of that. Again, you can't double dip with both. So either you grab unemployment and don't get a check from your employer uh, or you get whatever your employer is getting. Uh, is giving you like um, your normal uh, check. Uh with you know again they're going on i think it's like six months or a year of prior um uh payroll uh benefits or uh, payroll amounts right so your employer is going to look the last six months how much you made on the average and that's how what they're going to submit um because for small businesses uh, your restaurants and bars if they borrow more than they need or more than the let's say they only get to retain 50 percent half the staff they normally have then the rest of that loan it, they're gonna owe so the 50 percent of that uh payroll uh, loan is gonna be uh forgiven it's a grant and then the rest they have to pay and that's basically how that's gonna pay out so depending on on the small business you may need that loan but hey you got two years to pay it off and given how things uh, I mean, some people have told me, oh, I think things are going to go back and they're going to be fucking wild. It's going to be crazy. People are going to be so ready to get out. That might be the case. But then again, it might not. It might happen the first couple of weeks and then people might get a little worried that they need to have uh, bigger savings and, um, and and they might start, you know, pulling back. But um, we don't know. Once we go through this, uh, we'll know on the other side. And frankly, I'm kind of happy that uh, we've been able to find a new normal um, in that uh, the streets are quieter. I was at, at, at Walmart the other day picking up a few things and I've never, ever, ever been at Walmart where it was so quiet. There was just a murmur of people out there. And it was like, yeah, there are a fair amount of people there, but it was pretty fucking quiet. It was a murmur. I was really surprised. It was a little bit eerie, as a matter of fact. I mean, Walmart is usually fucking chaos there. Little little pockets of chaos everywhere. But it wasn't like that this time. 
It was eerie. I'm not saying that it should be eerie all the fucking time, but I'm just saying that it's kind of nice to have a, uh, a, a a bit of respite from the, the frantic nature of the lives we have created. So make sure that you uh, subscribe, like, comment on the uh, podcast. I am on Apple Podcasts as well as Stitcher, Alexa, um, Google Play, uh, you name it. I'm pretty much on there. Uh, Spotify, I'm having a little bit of problem updating my uh, my uh, current uh, podcast so uh, episodes. So uh, I wouldn't necessarily say Spotify, but uh, on there I do have earlier uh, podcast episodes on the uh, on spot on Spotify. I also have a website. It is openbar.space. So please visit the website. Check it out. I do put a little bit of time on that to make it look good for you and make it make some sense. And uh, and that is it. You have any uh, questions, comments, uh, suggestions, or um, whatever else you can come up with? Uh, let me know. Hit me up through social media. Remember, this is a fact, not an opinion. The world needs more good people, so take care of yourself, take care of each other, and keep the conversation going.